in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. All right, welcome everybody to uh, a recap and review of the Amer- of the Captain America film Civil War. Uh, this is the Top Ten Show podcast. I'm John Roca. I'm Matt Nost. And uh, we haven't done one of these again. Well, it's been a few weeks since we've done one of these, I would say. Or did we do something recently? No, it's been longer than a few weeks, I think. Right. Uh, was Deadpool the last one? Oh, might have been Deadpool. It's been no, a while. Yeah, no, it might have been Deadpool. Because, I mean, now we're getting into the summer movie season. Yeah. So these are probably going to be coming fairly regularly. Yeah. You know, oh, X-Men rapidly. comes out. Oh, and we then... did Batman vs. Superman, right? We did, oh, that's right. We did yeah. We did yeah, BVS. Yeah. Yes. Uh but I mean, as the summer gets, you know, as we get into progress yeah. into the summer more and more and more, and there's more movies that we're going to see between yeah. the two of us, gonna you're going to be getting more and more of these. It's going to get hot and heavy. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be quite a few of these coming out. <laughs> uh, All right, so okay, so let's talk about it. What what did you think? What were your ideas going in? All this kind of like what, no, what then was your I was a, a blank slate. I knew okay, you know, the general gist of what was going to be going down in that like you know. Iron Man has an idea of where the Avengers should be going. Right. And Captain America has has an idea of where the Avengers should be going. Right. And that's about all I knew. I didn't want to I didn't want to dive too deep. I never do on these. I'd rather be right. surprised in the the film itself. Right. You hadn't read the comic book series that this was this a run little, was based on. Yeah, some a little more? bit here and there, okay. but no, yeah. I, was, I never read the full series. Gotcha. Okay. What about you? Uh I'd read the series, but it'd been so long. Okay. You know, you could throw that into a pile of series that I've read and then like not like thought about since you know so i didn't go in thinking okay are they going to do this are they going to do that what's this going to look like what's i didn't do with anything i think pretty much like you i walked into a blank slate everyone who had seen it before my friends who were critics or my friends who got into pre-screenings all said it was fucking fantastic so i was i went in excited to see it but with a little bit of trepidation hoping it would live up to people's hype for it yeah because how bbs really didn't for me i was hoping this did and Fuck if it didn't. It's so fucking good, man. Yeah, I mean, it's. I saw a bunch of people saying like, "Oh, it's the greatest superhero film of all time." Yeah, I think that's a bit much. That's a bit hyperbole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, not to say that it wasn't a shit ton of fun. Yeah, you could certainly argue it, but I don't know necessarily. Yeah, it's I, true. I would still choose other superhero films over over it. Yeah. Um, but it was still great. There were so many little things in it, mm-hmm. um, that were just absolutely brilliant. And things, okay, so spoiler alert for yeah, those well, yeah, that haven't yeah. seen it. Definitely. I don't know why you're listening right now if you yeah. haven't seen it. All we're going to do is spoil this movie. Yes. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and throw a spoiler in for Batman versus Superman. Yeah, we're going to compare that, too. We are, just because it's the most recent. Also, the, it did a couple of things that we both, but I know I fucking did not like yeah. and voiced my opinion on a recap in that. Yeah. Whereas in this one, they they tacked and went the complete opposite direction and be like, yeah, yeah this is all we've been asking for as yeah, fans. Exactly. And you guys heard that and went, yeah, that's what we should do. Yeah. Um, which is the introduction of new characters. Yes. 
seeing that, I was like, that's brilliant, especially with Spider-Man. Yeah. And you compare and contrast that oh, with man. Batman, just like we know the backstories of both these characters. Right. A hundred percent. The entire general populace. Yep. And the fact that they show up and Stark is there and he's just like, hey, Pelgrant, I got that for you. You know, yeah. this, no build up to just like a, he got these powers six months ago. Yeah. Tony found about it, uh, found out about it on YouTube, yeah. which, you know, because that's the other part of, of, of Batman that killed me is he was not the smartest man in the room. Yeah. At the, any the time. The greatest detective is exactly. not the smartest man in the room. Well, the, whereas no when sense. Tony, Tony shows up and he just already knows, like, of course he does. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got Jarvis and he's got or not Jarvis anymore. Right. But he's got he's got computers crunching all the Internet's data or something, yeah. something I assume along those lines. Right. So they would find any kind of anomaly and stuff like that. And they found this kid that has these amazing abilities mm-hmm. and just show up and you meet him. He's like, hey, I, I got these powers six months ago and just a great we don't need to do the backstory. Yeah. So let's just fucking progress with the character. Right. Awesome. We all know the backstory. Yeah. You who are you trying to appeal to? Even the ten year olds know the backstory because they've read it, the comic books already, or you know their yeah. friends have told them to. It's read no longer books. the 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 realm of nerddom. Yeah, superheroes now are. It's mainstream. It is. It's a hundred percent mainstream. Yeah. So it's no longer. We don't need to cater to the nerds anymore that grew up with it and it's beloved. Right now, it's entire generations have grown up with these characters. Yeah, just because there have been so many fucking movies about it. That we don't need to waste the time. It's a vocal minority that'd be like, well, why didn't you show the origin story? It's a real small vocal minority. Really? There are people that have said that? Yeah, I'm sure there are. Those I'm people sure are there are. Fucking idiots yeah, is agree. what those people are. Fascinatingly, I agree with you. Yes, about that. So we yeah. do not need it again. No. Because in Batman versus Superman, the backstory for Batman is just like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I, do, I know this. His parents got killed. I fucking know this. Right. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Instead of showing us, let us see it through his performance. And I think that's what, just in that moment where uh, the actor playing Spider-Man, Tom Holland, has that thing with Downey. And he says to him, why do you want to do this? And Tom says, "Like, uh, well, because uh, once you realize you can, you understand that you can stop people from doing bad things. And when you can't stop them, it's your fault. Yeah, when you chose not to, right? the outcome is your fault. It's your fault. And that's a relation to Uncle Ben dying exactly. in the origin story. But we don't need to see it. We don't need to, him to see him go to silico- uh, soliloquy or hit the longing look in his eyes. Exactly. Like I, We don't. We can yeah. fucking get to it through dialogue yeah. later on, but we don't need to flash back to see it. We don't need any of that shit. Right. And you know, another sad thing is this was the best representation of Spider-Man I've Absolutely. ever seen. Absolutely. I've ever seen. Yeah. Guy's on screen for seven minutes. Yep. He's already the best Spider-Man I've ever seen. Yeah, when I was on Movie Fights, uh, Jeff Kanata was on there. He had done a review of the film, and Hector Navarro, who was also on, said, Jeff, my favorite part of your review of the film is that you said it's the best Spider-Man movie we've ever seen. It is. And, and I, with that stayed in my mind so that when the moment happened, by the way, my theater exploded like monkeys in a zoo as soon as it said Queens across the theater. Like, people knew, oh, shit, Spider-Man. And, yeah. And the way it was done, when it was over, people clapped. When that whole sequence was over, the whole audience clapped, and it was because they'd been dying for a, a good Spider-Man, yeah. a real Spider-Man in film form, and like, this is the best one. At first, when they were like, we're going to go back to young teenager, yeah. I was like, oh, oh fuck. And yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now we're going to get all the angsty bullshit, and just to see the, to see this yeah. kid <laughs> as I see, you know, like yeah. my nephews who are yeah. that age. Yep. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's a kid that... He's he's confident and completely unconfident at all times, and you can see it in you know his portrayal Absolutely. and that fucking great scene with uh, Stark and Aunt May 
And the yeah. fact that they have to be like the ridiculously young, hot Aunt May. And just the, hey, audience, normally she's 20, 25 years older than this. Yeah. At least it looks that way. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But his interaction there, what, 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 what grant uh, <laughs> What grant was that? What did I? Oh, yeah, I did apply for, uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Just yeah, both uh, doing a terrible bullshitting yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Getting through that. Oh, it's great. No, it's great. And when and I found this out later, uh, which made it, that scene even more great is that uh, Downey Jr. and Marissa dated for a little while in the nineties. Oh, I didn't know so, that. So yeah, so there's a little bit of that element there between them, and they did two films together. So it's um, as as a possible love interest, you know. So to me, that's adds even more of this to the film. And could explore something more because he's going to appear in Homecoming. Iron Man is going to be in the Spider-Man movie Homecoming, yeah. so it could add a whole other element, which is a joyful element. And this is the thing: like all, the, a lot of the DC people go, I said, "Oh, they were doing something different. You guys just like the Marvel stuff, and you buy into the Marvel stuff. It's got nothing to do with that. Marvel it's, just tells a good story. They, they tell a great story. They get us involved." They, as you saw in the movie, they play the serious moments, fucking serious. Yeah. And when there's moments for comedy, they play the comedy naturally. It doesn't always work in multiple Marvel films. Yes, absolutely. But it does in this one. It does really well. And uh, the back and forth that they have all the different characters. Like you said, introducing the new characters. So much fun. Very uh, organically done through the film. Black Panther, you have no idea what Black Panther if you were to watch it and you hadn't seen the film before, you hadn't yeah. seen anything about Black Man, you have no idea where he showed up, but you get from the performance and from his fighting style that this is a superhero and his pride in his country, his African pride in his country, all of that, even the small sequence with the woman coming out, the uh, bald black woman coming out and looking at Scarlett Johansson goes, move or I'll move you. And there's this whole thing that, oh shit, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then he steps in as like, as, as amazing as that would be to watch. Uh, we need to get this. And so he diffuses the situation, but it's that he's a reflection of this African pride. And so you get it. And so you go with it because you get it. And that's what's so great about the film. But it is interesting to spoon feed you. The Bettany character earlier on saying, you know, I don't know if there's a direct causality, but there is a nice coincidence here as there are more super people, there's more super villains. Right. And like this Black Panther shows up and he's able to hold his, hold his own against yeah. anybody as long as it's one on one. Yeah. You have a genuine belief of like, yeah, this guy could do some serious damage to any of these people. Nobody's yeah. above him. But there is this, how how does this stop? Yeah. Like these people just keep coming out of the woodworks. Yeah. Eventually, it's, it's, there's got to be some sort of stifling of otherwise everybody's just going to turn into. Right. Which is the premise of the movie, right? The, the, the Downey wants to go with these accords because, yeah, it, all of that is believable too. the way they do it. Like the fact that they have that interaction with Crossbones and Scarlet Witch kills 11 people in Lagos. All of that is believable. That happens. It's collateral damage. See how it's done. That's like they take responsibility for it as opposed to. Batman vs Superman, where you have them going. It's a great thing they're having the fight after seven yeah, exactly, o'clock when yeah. everybody's gone. Oh, home. it's financial district. Yeah. It's empty usually this time of night. Like, no, it's not. It's all ridiculous, and that's there's a way to do it that's intelligent, and you can't excuse people doing unintelligently. And that's what makes me angry about the people who defend Batman vs Superman. Don't defend the stupidity. There is stupidity in the film. Stop fucking trying to say we need to be spoon fed. Stop trying to fucking say that we don't get what they're going for. Fuck off. Stupidity is stupidity. Yeah, what they're going for is terrible yes you're yeah i just yeah i, I don't even care because i i didn't realize that there was that big it's of a, a fervent fan base that is like you you're being paid off by marvel it's fucking ridiculous well i but i've seen some people just flat out attack like yeah 
verbally go after and you're like, dude, wait, there, it's a fucking movie. Yeah. Like, why, why are you literally calling this other person a fucking pussy yeah. and saying all these disparaging things about his, like, a whole family Yeah, because he prefers a Marvel movie to a DC movie that you, like, that's yeah. ri- that's ridiculous. That's what I don't understand. When did it stop being possible to not like something? Like, you organically don't like something. That's how it works. That's yeah. movie. Movie is so subjective. Sub- subjectivity of taste. Exactly. You can't force someone to fucking like a film. Like, it's just so ridiculous to me. It drives me nuts. Like, all the stuff that's going on, like, that went on with uh, Harloff and with uh, Grace Randolph and Campy and all these people. Like, I'm like, dude, it's just a fucking movie. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. It's I got bigger real. fish to fry in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Like it. Don't like it. What the fuck does it matter? We're not arguing ISIS. We're not arguing motherfucking cancer drugs. Like, we're, this is a movie, you know? And so it just drives me nuts. But the joy of this movie is what superhero movies, why nice, I love superhero Nice segue movies. back into it. <laughs> nice. You're a professional, John. That's what I like about you. I was waiting for it, too. I was like, he'll, he'll get back to it. You know, you're really good about that. And just retact, boom, right back on. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I can get going. I've learned yeah. myself to get, swing it back. But like, yeah, I mean, that's a, the joy of this movie. Is it's so much fun to watch, but doesn't doesn't reduce the stakes. The humor, the jokes, the interactions don't reduce the stakes of what's happening. But there are points at which, like, the jokes fell flat for me. Oh, really? Like okay. when uh, Ant Man gets goes large, yeah, and giant gets, man, yeah. yeah. Gets knocked down to size, yeah, and he asks for an orange slice. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a little bit off. You're right. Well, I, it was one of those of afterwards. Uh, my wife and I were like, okay, so is that because we give orange slices to kids after like practice, yeah. or is that because he's an ant and there's sugar in the fruit, <laughs> so that's why he would that's want great. it? That's is great. it like I, if I have to analyze the joke, the joke doesn't work? Yeah. So I, I th- but at the same time, that's one out of. 40, 50. Right. And I bet there's probably five or six or 20 well, different takes of Paul Rudd saying something different each time. Well, the, the yeah. lead up to that, though, was Spider-Man going, hey, have you guys ever seen that classic movie? Yeah. Oh, Empire Strikes Back? How brilliant Great. was that? Great. Great. Brilliant. Tongue in cheek. Yep. Which is, an, it's another property owned by Disney. Yep. So good for you. Extra marketing for your own properties. Exactly. And, and it's topical because Force Awakens just came out. So yeah. Star Wars is back in the mainstream. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, you know, this timeline happens in a real world yeah. in the United States. So, of yeah. course, Star Wars is fake. We all exist in a world where that is a movie and right. the fact that it's classic and they all get upset. Right. But it's just it's a great joke. And it's intelligently done because it's Spider-Man who says it, who we saw in his bedroom. He has an old apple from like fucking 19, whatever it first was made. Oh, yeah. That's right. He has one of those beyond old... an old Apple two seeds. Right. Like right. The first ver- yeah. Yeah, if you saw Jobs, it was basically the first one that he launched. Yeah, the Lisa or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you see that. So you know. And he's like dumpster diving for a VCR player or DVD player. So you see, get the idea. He didn't have to do that, man. Classic. I got two VCRs and three DVD players in my garage, which Spidey, if you're ever in the L.A. area, you can just have. I'm going to have to borrow that VCR player at some point. Go right ahead. I got a box of VHS tapes you're welcome to keep, Really? Too. Okay, yeah. done. Yeah. I'm never going to watch them ever I've again. Got 15 or 20 of them have recorded old stuff from like old stuff from back in the day when I would record programs and shit. And I would love to see what I recorded back then and see if they still hold up. But yeah, the, those kinds of things. It's, so you get the idea that he's an old school guy. He loves the old school stuff. He's re- everything retro is cool now. So why wouldn't he make the Empire Strikes Back reference? It makes sense. So you gave it to the right character. You know what I'm saying? And it was, and of course, the what he's doing spinning around with the web is absolutely what they did in in to the ad ads in Empire Strikes Back. So on Hoth, not Bespin, you fuck sticks. So yeah, that I enjoyed that. 
one of my favorite things about the Cap series is because I didn't, I, it wasn't a comic that I really read. Yeah, no, no, right. So I had no real attachment to it, but yeah. within the movie series, they've managed to do a bunch of interesting, cool little things from the comics that yeah. I do remember in ways that, like, when you see Iron Man fly and, and fire his pulsar lasers and whatnot, like, yeah, he did that in the comic, but to see Cap, like, in this movie, it's like in the, the last one, I can get to that later, but in yeah. this one, where it's uh, early on in the action, and they're in where are they? Mogadishu? Yeah, where yeah, are they? Yeah. I can't remember what right African there. country. Oh, in, oh, in the beginning. Yeah, Lagos. Yeah. Lagos. Okay, yeah. but they're going to fight somebody, and he throws his shield, and they're in a yeah. small room, and it banks off two walls and gets the guy, and then it goes right back to him, and you're like, oh, he does so many of the different shield things, and be like, that is straight from the comics. Yes, it is awesome to see. You know, a superhero just walking and be like, bing, 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 and just keep running. And no yeah. way does it look stupid. It looks real. Yeah. And in the Cap series, they've managed to do that more and more and more. Like in the last one where he's parachuting out or he jumps out of the plane, but he doesn't have a parachute and he just jackknifes into the water. Yeah. Because that's what he did in the comics. Yep. And I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the last, or was that the last? Yeah, Avengers? Winter Soldier. Or, was yeah. it Winter, Winter Soldier? Soldier? Yeah, he jumps out like that, yeah. Um, but all those things were just like, a man, you know what? For whatever reason, they just get that so well. But mm-hmm. to see uh, Ant Man go to the large, yeah, like oh my god, was so excellent. And lead up to him, be like, I've tried this in the lab a couple times, but right. I remember the first time I saw that in the comic, and I was like, holy shit! If they fucking did it for this, follow oh, this is that was a nerd gasm, I guess, Absolutely. on some level for me. Absolutely. Oh, it's just so great to see. Yeah, people went nuts for that too when he became giant. People were like, oh. You know, it's, it's so great to see it opening night with a bunch of people because everything is like, oh, man, this is amazing. And so that that whole thing. I, but the story for me is what is real, really the, the central point of the movie. Like the story is works. It's it makes sense. It's organic. The allegiance changes make sense. You know, Robert Downey Jr. has or Tony Stark has that has that interaction with that uh, with Afri Woodard as the mother of her son who was killed in yeah. uh, in Lagos in the beginning and all that kind of jazz. So you have that understanding that this has been building. And then when William Hurt shows up as Thunderbolt Ross, which is the which is from the Hulk, Hulk. with Ed Norton, yeah. to see him coming in and showing the examples of the th- and you're like, yeah, yeah, see, this is the way to do it. But like, like it's not ignoring that you killed a bunch of people. Yes, a lot of people. Were- some of those examples, like the New York, you can't. Blame them for no, but it's because, an example of what can happen yeah, when they get involved. But a portal opened yeah. over New York, yeah. And you guys, your response was to throw a nuclear bomb at it, which would have done way more damage. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you can go fuck yourselves, right? And then in the Eastern European country, yeah, technically, because they don't ever say whether or not they realize the Avengers created Ultron, right. whether or not you know. Tony Stark basically created this monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never allude to that. They just talk about how the city rose up out of the ground, right. and then eventually they just took it out and it fell to the earth. Sokovia, yeah. Yeah, Sokovia. Like, so by you not saying anything about uh, Ultron, yeah. that leads me to believe that you don't know that they did that. Yeah. So you blaming them for the supervillain doing this technically is misguided. <laughs> I guess Unless you know that they did Ultron. Which, which then, fuck true. yeah, they're in the wrong. Right, right. I mean, we as the viewer know. Yes. But as the government, you're trying to blame these, you know, for the things that out of their hands in right. a lot of ways. Well, he does preface it by saying like the, the, there's a debt, the world owes you a debt that can never be repaid, you know, blah, blah, blah. But 
these things are happening. And his points are actually valid, the idea that they can violate sovereignty in nations and go in and do what they want to do because they sense a threat. It does violate, it does like take away the uh, system of, the government system of making the decision to, yeah. you know, so, so it's valid points. You can argue both sides, which I think is so great about the film, is it argues both sides effectively so that you as a viewer can decide which side you want to be on. Like, I'm, I was Team Iron Man going in, uh, and, then, and I stayed Team Iron Man coming out because I don't, I don't believe, I believe Cap sacrificed too much for his friend. Too many things True. were sacrificed. True. But other people were team capped all the way through because they're like, I have a friend like that and I would absolutely sacrifice, blah, blah, blah. So I, I don't mean, know. from a, I guess, ideological stance, yeah. I agree with Cap. Okay. But given his actions, yeah. you kind of have to side with Iron Man. A little bit. Because yeah. you, unfortunately, are practically a god. Yeah. And if you can run unchecked, you're right now doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Right, right. And that's not really right. Right. Uh, but ultimately, like, you know, there's too many parallels of, of what we've done to other humans in the past of, of like, this turns bad yep. quick. Yep. Like, the you know, Magneto's power or anger is predicated upon this. Right. It's like, this this can go really bad really quick. Right, it's because of what he saw in Auschwitz. Uh, yeah, all but it's also just yeah. like, these people are not people. Right. They're different from us, and right. they're less than us, or whatever. We, we have to, to control fearful. them and watch them yeah. to make sure they don't do anything. Right. Which is what we're seeing now parallel in our society all the time. Anytime a group of people that are different from the norm step up to ask for rights or step back, step up to ask for some some modicum of civility in their treatment, it becomes a whole discussion. You know what I'm saying? As well, I think it's also because, you know, now through internet, social media, and whatnot, yeah, you can give a voice to people that were would it would have been, uh, you know would have been hard for them to get their message mm-hmm. out there in the past. Absolutely. And it's also making people that would never interact with those individuals now have an opinion on something that they really wouldn't have had an right. opinion on 10 years ago. Right. Because they just, I don't, yeah. I've never met anybody like you and you don't deal. There's a reason we live where we live or do yeah. what we do. Yeah. So now you're making people confront one another on issues that are just kind of, right. I don't know, disparate. It's just like, oh, I never anticipated having to have an answer for this kind of question. Yeah, yeah. But it was, but that's the government. That's logically what the government do, which is try to find a way to like keep track of everybody. But I, I also find it kind of bullshit that the governments are all pissed off when, before the Avengers were operating under Nick Fury, who was operating under the government. Yeah. And the only reason under that Shield, Nick Fury yeah. and that uh, the branch of the government are gone is yeah. because they got infiltrated by Nazis. By, yeah, by Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, that's the government's fault yeah. for letting Hydra get in, and you're blaming the Avengers. Right. What's but Sokovia is their fault. Right. But Washington, D.C. is not their fault. New York right. is not their fault. Right. So it's just like it's kind of convenient now that you guys don't like that they exist, that you right. helped create them, assemble them, make them a team. And now you want power over that team. Basically, right. they, they want a super weapon on a leash. Right, which is what I enjoyed about Vision's argument when he was like, well, uh, it, there is a causality here that to mm-hmm. explore. You know? So that's what, like, again, we're going back to this. Because like, you're making great point, Matt, great points, Matt, that I haven't, that I haven't even, like, in my mind, I hadn't quite uh, got to that yet. And so it's great to hear that because you're, you're right. There's, there's certainly logic on one side to be like, but they have no business trying to control them because yeah. of the, the stuff that's happening. I still have rights. Everything. Yeah, yeah, all those kinds of things. So, it's, so that's, but, the, but the movie brings that out. Like the movie does touch on those things. So you get the separation. And then you have Downey Jr. seeing the uh, fallacy of the government's uh, oh, yeah. ploy and then going to sell cap. And then 
you have that moment. This is the penul- This is the most important moment of the movie, I think, is when Downey Jr. asks Captain America if he knew it was Bucky. And he initially, and this is why I'm Team Iron Man, Steve Rogers denies it. He says, no, I, I knew it was one of them. And he goes, did you fucking know it was him or not? And he finally says, yeah, I knew it was him. And it was like, boom. And that's the fight. And that's a great fight. Yeah, it is, it is a great reason for a fight. Yeah, it's a great reason. Exactly, because he lied to him. Captain America lied to him. And that's where the, the, the legitimacy of the fight between the both is fair. You know? How great was the CGI on Downey? Holy shit, man. Him as a kid was like, wow, that's... Oh, I mean, yeah, right. They, I mean, they have... Because a lot of his... That, that time in his life mm-hmm. he's representing in this film yep. is already on film. Yep. So you can go back and, and you know match all totally. those images and whatnot. Totally. Uh, and the technology has gotten so good. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite part, uh, my wife didn't understand why I enjoyed it so much, was uh, after the movie ends, we walk out, and it's the Don Cheadle when he's learning to walk again. Yeah, yeah. And he falls down... And he tells, turns to Tony, and he's like, you know, you know, the reason I signed that accord is because it was the right thing to do. Right. And in my head, I was like, bullshit. Because in the last Avengers, you were trying to make yourself out to be a superhero. So you signed that accord to officially recognize you internationally Ooh, as a superhero. Okay. And now you get to walk away going, fuck, yeah, I was super, but I retired. I got out when I realized we're doing more harm than good. And you officially go down in the annals as, as a, a superhero. Super, as a war machine, the superhero. he is the most replaceable. He's yeah. technically the only one that's replaceable. Because, like, you could say Stark, but Stark created all the technology yeah. that he's using. Yeah. Or Falcon, but Falcon actually has to fly that, whereas Man of War is letting the computer more than likely do quite a bit of the calculations. Yeah. Where, oh, yeah, you mean, oh, you mean War Machine. War yeah, War Machine, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Hawkeye is probably the most replaceable, don't you think? No, because that's skill to okay, fire those I guess, arrows. To fire the arrows, yeah. But he's skilled because he's a he's a he's a he's uh, a pilot. He's a fighter pilot. But you could plug in another fighter pilot. I guess, yeah, sure. So it's just like one of those of you're the most expendable of all the you know quote unquote Avengers or yeah. heroes or good guys. Possibly, I'm, so I'm pretty sure that that's why you signed the accord. And it's kind of your job. It's interesting you read that into that. It's fascinating. Well, it's just, it's to me, is like when he's taking yeah. this high road and be like, that high road doesn't exist for you. It's just one of those of What's everybody a, else, yes. I thought it was coming from his military background. That's why it was true. Coming. I that's, agree with so you. That's what I thought was the impulse. That's what yeah. I'm but, sure 99.9% of the other yeah, people. But, but I just read it sense. as it's the ego of, because we saw you die at the party before in Ultron. Right. As you're trying to tell these stories amongst a room full of real superheroes, and nobody wants to hear your bullshit. And now it's just like, you yeah. know what? Fuck you. Fuck everybody. Yeah. I'm a superhero, too. But then they give him the the Stank line, which is brilliant. The, with Stan Lee, when he's like, Stank, oh. Tony Stank. That is brilliant. Yeah. And so it was great. Um, yeah, I mean, th- I don't know. What, what we, it's so good. I went back the next day. I, I can count on my one hand the amount of times I've gone back and seen a film the That's next day. That's that AMC pass working wonders yeah, for you. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, because I was like, because I paid for the first night, and then I was like, the next day, I'm like, oh, fuck you it. You paid for it? They did not let you use the thing? No, because we went to the Arclight. It doesn't work at the Arclight. Oh, so, yeah, get the assigned seat. Yeah, my friends buy the tickets, and then we pay them. Because it's we had, it was 30 of us that went that night. So it's, we always roll deep. So it's like, okay, one person organizes or two people organize. We just have to give them the money. I Damn. Doing seat assignments, yeah. So they shell out like mm-hmm. half a grand yeah, on tickets. They're executives. So yeah. they, have, they have money. Uh, so then we, we we'll all bring $17 or whatever to the theater, pay them, and then we go in and watch the movie. And so the next day, we were going to go see with my friend Shannon. We were going to go see Keanu. And he's like, dude, I, do, I, I totally want to see Keanu. I'm excited to see Keanu. But I kind of want to fucking go to uh, Civil War. And we're having a beer at the brewery. And I was like... 
ah, fuck it, let's go. We got the movie pass, and we went. And it's like, but if I didn't have the desire to go, even with the AMC movie pass, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. But the the desire to see it again, to really savor it again, was so much fun, you know. And so, yeah, that's what I would say. I, I, I can't recommend the film enough. You know, I don't know. How you feel about it? I mean, yeah, no, obviously, it's, yeah, it's an excellent superhero film. Yeah, do I think it's the greatest of all time? That you know, a number of people have said, and right. like, I saw a screen cap of uh, Kevin Smith when he saw it early, and he's like, the greatest screen. I was like, going into it, I was like, wow, this thing had better be, yeah, you know, stellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but you know, it's it's interesting. There's so many superhero films that keep coming out and coming out and coming out. We're gonna have to readdress our top superhero films eventually uh, at some point. Well, we might have that opportunity. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think even regardless of that, yeah, it's one of those of I think we can redo yeah. this because there's been enough now where this probably makes the list. Deadpool definitely makes my list. Yes, yes. So it's a discussion of okay, what goes off? What goes off? What yeah. goes on? Do we reorder the top? Re- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, look, we have so many more superhero films coming out that yeah. we can still wait. Maybe we should wait till after Doctor Strange because like we have. I guess not until November. November because we have. X Men coming out, which is already getting yeah, it's already reviews. getting crapped on, and then not surprised Suicide Squad. Which that's I, the early buzz on that is it's a piece of shit. Yes, that's true. I heard that too. I saw yeah. that on the on the fringes of the internet. I'm seeing. Look, I just don't buy. Have seen it? Yeah, DC. Saying it's a mess. It just until until Chris Nolan isn't at the helm. Yeah, I'm just going to assume you guys are going to put out a disjointed mess. Well, I'm waiting until well, Affleck has now moved into executive producer on Justice League movie. Yeah, and he's doing his own Batman. So we'll see if, like, maybe his influence and Terrio's writing maybe. will change and move Snyder out a little bit. Maybe. And then we'll get I hope films. so. Yeah, I hope so, too. No, no, none of one of us hate those characters. We no, love those Batman characters. Batman is my favorite. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of others that are great, and I love them and all right. that, but Batman is hands down my favorite. Yeah, DC's a great universe, and there's so much to explore here. We just want to see it done right. That's all. Yeah, make me do what Marvel is able to do. Make me care about characters yeah. that I have no connection to. Yeah, Black Panther, I remember in the comics, yeah. but he was also like he was always like a throw-in character. Yeah, like something else has happened, then boom, Black Panther's there. Yeah, I've never read his standalones. Right, um, and I vaguely know his backstory. Yeah, but boom, guy shows up, like him. Yeah, great performance. Yeah, great presence. Okay, did, sure. Did you have an issue with the villain? I didn't have an issue with the villain. Did you? No, I thought that, you know. Some people are saying, like, uh, you know, he was weak or whatnot, but I found his motivations to be pretty pure, and yeah. he was severely effective. Yeah. He managed to get the Avengers to tear themselves apart. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. And almost kill himself. Yeah. And and cause, you know, cause a little bit of uh, peace for uh, the Black Panther character, because he stopped him from killing himself because he said i'm not going to be consumed by vengeance anymore yeah so he's turned like all back. these other people right exactly so it's like it's the, the better part and i think that's what the part he's going to serve in the avengers he's going to be the conscience of the avengers uh black panther is because he's he's got the power and strength to use his power and strength but choose when to do it wisely yeah and i think that's going to be effective because everyone else has gone off and done their things and whatever but and no one else could really stop tony or stop has that gravitas to stop Tony or stop uh, Captain America. And I think Black Panther's really positioned to do that, you know? Yeah, especially after seeing this movie. Yes. He holds his own and, uh, you know, when he's a superhero and when he's not. Yep. He's commanding in all scenes. Absolutely. So you're like, yeah, I can believe this. And the fact that they're going to do a standalone of yeah. his. Yeah. I don't know when it's slated to come out. I think it's 2018 or 19. Okay. They it's got the director from Creed. I yes. Know that. Yeah. Um, Which would be great. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And I'm sure Captain will be part of it because now that Bucky is in, in Wakanda, frozen in Wakanda, 
then he's going to. Yeah, I only it. know Cap. I mean, I only know Black Panther through through Cap. Yeah. It was always Cap was doing something. That's Black right. Panther shows up. That's right. That's right. So I have to assume Captain yeah. America shows up for that. But if it's 2018, it's like as much as is Robert Downey Jr. is like, look, there's a finite number of these I got left in the tank. Yeah. I got to assume Chris Evans. Oh, here's another one. Do you think because Chris Evans seems like a good guy? Yeah. Like his interviews and whatnot yeah. seems like a normal, as normal as you can be for being that famous. Yeah. Uh, I really hope his friends were on the set and just breaking, mercilessly breaking his balls on the helicopter scene when he is flexing to hold it. Oh, my God. Because he's holding it, and then so he switches great. to Adonis pose. So great. It's just like, oh. I was like, dude, I hope your friends are off like screen. As soon as he goes cut, be like, you pussy. <laughs> you like saying all the things that I don't want to say into a microphone right now. Because it's between friends and just tearing him a new asshole and be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You were just posing. I'm just glad they didn't rip his shirt off because it seemed like it could have gone that far. I'm sure it was possibly. It I'm was, sure it was talked about. It was in the mix. Of course. But it's just like when he poses and then he flips yeah. and he goes to an underarm like he's doing a curl <laughs> to hold on. It's like, oh, my God, man. I hope somebody's busting your balls for this. Yeah, it's great stuff, man. Great stuff. And the Bucky storyline works really well in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope they manage to unfreeze him, bring him back, yeah. and do more with him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, all in all, like there's very little in the movie that wasn't excellent. Agreed. Absolutely so, agreed. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you shouldn't have been listening this entire yeah, time. Not at all. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, it's just because we ruined yeah. a nice chunk of the movie for you. If, so if you're enjoy. in a foreign country and you haven't seen it, what have you listened to this entire podcast for? What is wrong with you? Uh, but thank you for the download. Yeah, once again, and listen <laughs> on uh, YouTube and everything else. That's right. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to us. Uh, that's the recap and review of Captain America Civil War. Uh, please follow us at Top Ten Show on Twitter, at Top Ten Podcast on Instagram. Follow Matt at Matt Nost. Uh, follow me at The Roca Says. Like our Facebook page. Leave us comments on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Those kinds of things. We still appreciate that. Yeah, if you want to participate in uh, Thunderdome, which is basically just a head-to-head uh, matchup every week we do of just two random movies, we try and make them even. Um, you can only vote on the Facebook page. So it's uh, facebook.com forward slash the top 10 podcast, and that's with the number 10. Yeah. So uh, just find us there. And if you want to email the show, it's top 10 podcast, all spelled out as opposed to the number this time. Uh, top 10 podcast at Gmail. Right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.